Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hello, everybody. Rob Trillin for John Chuckery, but fear not. Chuckery making his return tomorrow night. Briefly after the Hawks and Knicks game, then he's uh, back on his regular slot on Monday. So he's going to tell you about his odyssey, and uh, it'll be good to have him back, though. We need that hostile, cynical element that's been so missing. I've tried to do it in my own little way, but not completely. At least you haven't called me by the name John, you know, Dylan. Oh, no. Couldn't do it. I couldn't mistake John Chuckery and Rob Tribble. <laughs> I'm taller with more hair and older. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of uh, I've been kind of anxious tonight. My racing thoughts. I feel like the show's been kind of choppy. I can do much better work though. I thought I think you've been great so far. I don't. I don't know. It seems just a bit off. So it's just a jittery, anxious mind. A lot of things going on. Nothing. Nothing bad. We all have our issues, but you know, hey, I got two hours to make up for it though. So I can uh, I can finish strong. So I can certainly do that. Hey, Jason Stark, well-known Major League Baseball writer, pontificator, was on with uh, Dukes and Bell today, and of course John Coppolella, former Braves GM, who uh, got a lifetime ban for kind of uh, violating international rules when it comes to uh, acquiring players. Well, um, Carl asked asked Jason Stark, what exactly did he do? Was it war crimes, crimes against humanity, child trafficking? Well, here's what he had to say. Well, that's a that's a loaded question, man, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the reason he got suspended for life was not just what the Braves did in Latin America back in the, the winter of 2015-16 and then the following winter. The first winter, they underreported the signing bonuses of five prospects. And because they underreported those bonuses and kind of shifted the money they spent into the alleged pockets of a player who didn't fall under the international signing rules. It meant that the next year they had, they had a much larger uh, international signing pool 
and they didn't have any limits on how on, on the size of their signing bonuses. So they went out the next year and were able to sign nine big time players that and they would have been able to sign none of them okay. if they hadn't underreported those bonuses the first winter. Okay, does that make sense? So it does. It does. That that was the that was the basic quote unquote crime. But the reason that John Coppola got suspended for life was not that. The reason was that when baseball discovered this and confronted him, he didn't cooperate. He tried to minimize what they'd done. He denied a lot of it. Um, Rob Manfred was basically infuriated by his response to the investigation, and so you know, it happens a lot in right. in life now, right? The, it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. Yeah. And a, a lot of teams had been doing stuff that raised eyebrows in that part of the world. But at a time when everyone else was confronted with the evidence and told the truth, he didn't. So he got suspended for life. It's not the sentence that other teams, other executives were getting for that crime. I hope I explained that okay. Right. You did. And they had to forfeit uh, 12 of their top prospects, and then the restrictions came down. Because, Jason, we, we, you know, we love our relationship with Alex Anthopoulos, and he's been fantastic. But I always think you know, some people got to remember all these guys came up in the pipeline when he was running player personnel, then later on general manager, assistant GM, guys like Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna and A.J. Minter. These are all guys from Copalello's watch. Yeah, you know, you can look at the the core of the team that won the World Series, and so many of them trace back to not necessarily John Coppolello's time as general manager, but his time of influence in that organization, either in the front office or scouting. So, I mean, he traded for Dansby Swanson. Uh, He traded for Max Fried. Those were two incredible deals. Um he was around when Austin Riley got drafted and Ian Anderson got drafted and A.J. Minner got drafted uh, when Acuna and Albies got signed. He left a huge mark on the team that would go on to win the World Series. Now, we don't know what would have happened if he was still the GM. He, he, he admitted to me in our conversation um, that he didn't know what would have happened. Uh, look, Alex Anthopoulos basically rebuilt the whole roster the whole outfield on the fly in the middle of the, the World Series season. I don't know if any, anybody else does that. Uh, that was brilliant, creative, executive of the year work. But John Coppola was around for the acquisition of so many of those players. You can safely say they don't win the World Series if he hadn't been in that job. Jason Stark joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Dukes and Bell. This is a great perspective piece, guys, introspective piece about John Coppolella. I want to ask you about his rehabilitation because he really opened up to you, Jason, about his life, like what he had to go through. Guys, the only thing I can think about, Jason, and I've said this, whatever it is that you do and you love, and then the next day you realize you can't do it again, ever. You can't do it again. And I don't know what that's like, but – he said he went through a lot through his personal life, didn't he? Well, I mean, you just described it awfully well. Um, you know, he had the the job that he dreamed of doing 
from the time he got out of Notre Dame and started working in baseball. And then it all came crashing down. And, you know, that's a moment. <laughs> it's a moment for anybody, but it was a moment for him that once you know the cobwebs cleared and reality sunk in, it made him understand he'd been going down a path that led to no good. It led to this. It, it was a road to nowhere. And so, you know, it doesn't happen for everybody. For him, uh, as best we could establish, as best baseball could establish, it was a wake-up call. It, it caused him to, uh, to totally change his work-life balance, to understand how much he'd neglected his, his kids, his family, uh, to understand that he hadn't been a good leader. He hadn't treated people well. And it was time to reconfigure all of that. Baseball spent two years questioning him, looking into this, to make sure that all the stuff he said he'd done, he he had done. But it checked out. Um, you know, I, I was told he sent them a list, sent Major League Baseball a list of dozens of people personally apologized to uh, many, many, many uh, in the Braves organization associated with the Braves uh, and and many throughout baseball who had helped him throughout his career. So that was incredible. He also, you know, one of the things that was really eye-opening about this piece was uh, we talked to a professor of business ethics <laughs> at Notre Dame, uh, where he, you know, John Caparello decided he wanted to reach out to the next generation of of people going into business and tell them, don't make the mistakes that I made. Hmm. So three years, he traveled to Notre Dame at his own expense, brought his kids and talk to these students about what he'd done, what he'd done to get, to get to the point where he was the general manager of the Braves, and then all the things that he had done wrong to undo all of it. And it's it, you know it just sounds like it was incredibly compelling to all these students. Let them ask all the questions they wanted to ask. And this professor, Brian Levy, told us, and he teaches in his class all the time, that we understand in life why bad people do bad things. They're bad people. What's harder to understand is that good people sometimes do bad things. And this was an example of that. And just imagine sitting in that class, hearing him speak thinking about that question. Yeah, a guy just lost his dream job, man. If you're just tuning in, guys, it is uh, Jason Stark. He was nice enough to join us on short notice from uh, everything, Athletic, MLB, he does a million things. It's so important, Jason, we bumped the Falcon Report just for you. All right, next question. He's, it's a great redemption story. Does he get another shot into Major League Baseball? Yeah, that's the, the question that's probably hardest to answer. You know, I did do a little poking around in this, uh, talk to um, several executives whose time in baseball dates back to uh, John Capolello's time, um, people who knew him, dealt with him, uh, knew this would be hard. You know, it's going to come down to multiple factors. I mean, one is, has he built enough relationships within the sport where, the, you know, what he did, 
the punishment he served, the crimes he committed, the trust, the relationship of trust needs to survive all of that. It needs to survive five years outside the sport. Uh, those are really difficult obstacles to overcome. Uh, he clearly burned a lot of bridges. Um, you know, the other thing is the game has think about how much the game has changed in the last five years, Carl. And um, does he bring uh, a way of thinking, a work ethic, qualities to the table that any team thinks are so valuable, they're willing to live with the blowback of all the people who will say, you hired that guy? Um, That's going to be hard. I don't know what the answer is. I think what people predicted to me is if he does work in baseball again, he's not rolling in anybody's GM job, you know, or some big assistant GM decision-making position. He'd have to start as a pro scout or some job in scouting and player development where he could demonstrate to the team that hires him everything that he said to us, that he has done right, everything that he told us he changed about his life was the real deal. And there was value in maybe giving him a bigger role. But, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Um, he Just to find that one entry-level, you know, soft landing-type job, uh, even that is going to be hard. And I should also tell you that in, you know, in extensive exchanges about all this stuff, the one thing he didn't want to really get into was whether he even wants to work in baseball again. But let me ask you, man, how could he not right. now that he's been given this second chance? That's interesting. So Coppolella may not want to work in baseball again. What do you want to want to deal with the humiliation of taking some ridiculous uh, internship or something maybe? That's pretty shady, though. Hiding the the, the uh, money paid as a signing bonus. It's pretty shady. But he did trade for Danzy, did acquire Max Freed. I mean, like I said, he put some uh, really good uh, items in the pantry for the Atlanta Braves. So, And can you believe it? Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting in, God, about three and a half, four weeks, certainly. I know Tampa Bay, the Rays are uh, reporting on Valentine's Day. Do the Braves have the Braves releases? I looked for it today. I couldn't find it anywhere. Get my crack research staff on that. Fascinating story on John Coppolella. Then if he doesn't if he doesn't necessarily want to take a job in Major League Baseball, then why was he reinstated? He, I guess he didn't lobby for it. They just willy-nilly decided to. That's weird to me. I don't understand that story completely. So we shall see. So we still have what you got? Between February 13th and oh, actually February 13th and position players February 16th. Oh, the pitchers and catchers report Report the 13th. The 13th. Wow. Yep. So that's like a little over three weeks, three and a half weeks. That's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Spring training's entirely too long, though. Way too long. It it, it was needed back in the day because guys had to work other jobs in the offseason. They came to spring training to get in shape. Well, now you better be in shape when you come to spring training. It's just too much, but – I guess the pitchers might need the work, but hitters, I, I, I just think it's way too long. It's just too much. It's just way too much. But if you go down there, though, it's a, it's a blast. All right, going to come back. What do the Braves look like this year? A lot of concerns by the fan base. We have a nervous fan base here in Atlanta, but I'm here to tell you 
as Aaron Rodgers famously said, relax. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Wow, pitchers and catchers reporting about three and a half weeks. Rob, triple in for John Chuckery. He'll be back in tomorrow night after the Hawks-Knicks game. Hawks looking for their fifth straight win after that victory in Dallas last night. He'll be back uh, manning this show uh, the Bears' name, starting on a Monday, full-time. As for the Braves, well, the, the NL East is going to be very interesting this year, certainly. Last year it was. The Mets just could not quite get rid of the Braves, and then the Braves had that epic series where they took two out of three, and that pretty much, they broke the Mets that series. Broke them. As for the Phillies, win 87 games, they come out of nowhere and make the World Series. That just shows you the nature of a postseason baseball, the notion of whoever's hot at the time, well, there you go. I mean, look what the Braves did a couple of years ago. We didn't expect that production out of Eddie Rosario in the postseason. Yes, he's been known for that sort of thing, but white hot. Jock Peterson picks his moments to hit the most epic three-run homers at the time needed the most, and everything just fell into place for the Braves. Like it did the Phillies last year. Well, the Phillies go out and get Trey Turner. Big acquisition. Craig Kimbrell, the former Brave, going to be their closer. How much he has left in the tank, that remains to be seen. And uh, the Phillies have gone out and acquired some uh, pitching as well. So it's going to be a three-team race all season long. And the Mets, we know, the Mets have uh, spent spent the equivalent of the national debt on talent, basically a half billion dollars. 
So if you're a Mets fan, you're happy for that. But as for the Braves, though, they bring in a, they sign outfielder Kevin Pillar, 34-year-old journeyman type, to a minor league deal. If he makes the team, he'll make $3 million. Good defender, kind of meh offensively. Okay, just a piece, whatever. But people are really upset about what, who's going to play left field. Now, Adam Duvall signs with Boston. But you know what's going to happen. You remember when uh, two years ago when Duvall's a member of the Marlins, he came up here and torched the Braves. I think he went 16 for 17 with 12 homers and 19 RBIs in that series. That's what it seemed like he did. So the Braves went out and reacquired him. Would you be surprised if maybe the Braves are sputtering? They go out and get him, bring him back here? I could see it totally happening. So I'm just going to cue before the uh, trade deadline, David du- Adam Duvall will be back with the uh, Braves, not David Duvall the golfer. David Duvall the golfer, interesting uh, guy, though. He's one of those guys, when he, when he was fat, he was a great player, but when he got thin and in shape, lost it. I guess it's like the difference between a fat Luther Vandross and skinny Luther Vandross, I guess. Some guys are just better fat. But anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the <laughs> See, that's where my mind's going. It's going all over the place. The rotation for the Braves, fine. The Charlie Morton thing, though, baffles me. 38 years old, $20 million. And I know he's dealing with a broken leg, all these other issues. He just wasn't that good last year. Could barely get through five innings. We were happy happy if Charlie Charlie gave us five innings. We were happy. Yep, exactly. And – had great stuff, a nice career, came up with the Braves, went out to Houston and thrived. He's been certainly good, but why $20 million on him? That money could have gone to Dansby, shouldn't it? I, I don't know. The reasoning why they're bringing him back, I mean, he, he was going to retire after the, after the World Series and the Braves decided to want to bring him back, talked him into coming back, and now they're giving him $20 million. I don't get it. And I guess enjoy Max Fried. Won't this be his last year with the Braves? More than likely, if things uh, go according to what – Double A likes to do Alex Anthopoulos. You have any confidence they bring Max Fried back? No, (laughs) I just don't. I just don't. And I think uh, I wonder if uh, and I I I get where Alex is coming from because we we've seen it time and time again where where teams give uh, these guys these ten year contracts worth so much money and they just don't live up to it and then you're just stuck with that's guaranteed money in Major League Baseball by the way it's not the NFL where you see a a player signs a hundred ninety million dollar deal but 80's guaranteed. 80 million guaranteed. No, it's all guaranteed in baseball. Every down, down to the last penny. But Spencer Strider should be a year better. I know he struggled in the postseason, but now he has that under his belt, though. He's got that experience out of the way. Max Freed will be Max Freed. But the whole thing about Charlie Morton, I don't get it. I certainly don't get it. But look, look at your lineup, though. Everybody's worried about left field. I just think Eddie Rosario is just going to. Take that. You remember last year he wasn't good because he had the eye issue. And he missed so much time. When you come back, it takes a while to get back into a groove. So everybody's just automatically dismissing Eddie Rosario. I'm not going to do it. And he was better down the stretch after he came back. Once he got his rhythm back and once he got a feel for it back, he he was okay. Exactly. You're exactly right. You just got to get used to seeing those 98-mile-an-hour fastballs and 90-mile-an-hour sliders. You know, you got to get your timing back. It's it's tough. He basically had to readjust to having his whole his whole other eye back. Yeah, I wonder how much. You know what? That's a really good point. I wonder how much that did affect. I wonder if he was his approach to the plate was a certain way where he was compensating for 
the reason why his vision was lacking, so he physically kind of altered his stance or something to compensate for that, that the fact that he couldn't see very well. That's interesting. I wonder how that physically manifested in his approach at the plate. Hmm, that's interesting to see. He'll be fine. Austin Riley, going to be Austin Riley a third. A healthy Aussie Albies. I think it's time to stop sliding uh, head first, though. But they are starting to wear those oven mitts now to slide in, so maybe do that. But other than that, I, 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 would, I would certainly stop doing that. And, of course, Matt Olson, not that big of a downgrade from Freddie Freeman. And he certainly came up big in the postseason last year. I think in that game where the Phillies closed out the Braves, had that big lead, he had a big three-run homer to cut the gap and made it to where the Braves were just uh, maybe a two-run homer away from tying it or taking the lead. And uh, – and I hope Ronald, now Ronald and at AA was talking about this. Ronald Acuna kind of hesitant in the outfield last year. I think he was suffering from PTSD from that knee injury he suffered with the Marlins that kept him out of that season the Braves won the title. And he wasn't as aggressive diving for balls and making efforts as far as that goes. But running to first base, he was fine. He had his speed back. I think that's going to go away. We're going to have a gold glove caliber Ronald Acuna. And I hope he grows up a little bit too. Actually, and I, hopefully he'll stop uh, when he hits a ball to deep uh, left center field. He doesn't uh, treat it like it's out of the ballpark. Then he has to start running, gets thrown out at second. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that play in Philadelphia was ghastly, though. Now, Philadelphia has that weird little angle in the wall in left center field. Michael Harris went and tried to make a play there. It hit off there, rolled all the way into right field. Ronald didn't react very quickly inside the park homer. I think that was Reese Hoskins that hit that, too, if I'm not mistaken. And a lot of people defended Ronald. Well, the ball wasn't even hit to him. No, as a baseball player, you automatically, no matter where you are on the field, having played the game in college, well, I, I do know the game, and I still play it, and I played in college. I know how to play baseball. I can do that. But as a player, wherever the ball hit is hit, you kind of gravitate towards there, unless your role is to uh, be a cutoff man in the infield. But as an outfielder, you gravitate towards it because you never know what's going to happen. And he, he fell asleep on that. And Joe Simpson went off on him on that. And he should have. And I hope Ronald grows up a little bit as well. And I think also, I think the big thing with Ronald Acuna is, I think the last couple of years is the first time ever he has suffered any sort of adversity on a baseball field. Because he was such a prodigy. Growing up, he was always the best player on the field. Period. Then he suffers a little adversity. That can get inside your head, and you start questioning it. Wow, am I not as good as I thought I was? I'm coming off this knee injury. I think Ronald's going to have a massive year this year. I think Ronald's going to have – I'm holding up a middle finger right now. He's going to have a blank you year to a lot of people. I think he has that much pride, and I think he's been kind of embarrassed as how things have gone the last couple of years, and now he's healthy. And uh, as John Fricky says, he has his boo back too, and uh, Ozzy. Ozzy's back and healthy. And I wonder who is, and it's not an overrated thing, who's going to be that sheriff in the locker room. Dansby is the sheriff. He has been the sheriff of that locker room. I wonder if it's Ozzie. Do you remember, I think it was last year, Marcelo Zuna did not run out a ground ball or it might have been a single. He, didn't, he wasn't hustling, basically. Ozzie got in his face. And I, I, kinda, I wonder if Ozzie's going to be that dude. Now, Austin Riley seems kind of quiet in a way, reserved. So does Matt Olson. I wonder if Ozzy's going to be that guy. Michael Harris might be a little bit too young to do that now, but 
What a phenomenal find he's been. Isn't it amazing how things work out in baseball? For, for years, we heard about Christian Pache. Christian Pache, he's, he's the next Willie Mays. We heard nothing of Michael Harris. And Michael Harris just, just played ball. Got better and better and better now. He's, a, he's definitely a top five center fielder. And on the rise from there. It's amazing how things work. So many hyped guys never seem to uh, figure it out. And that's the way with pitching, too. There's a lot of guys in the minor leagues that are throwing 100. But there's something about them. They, they just can't seem. And it, it, a lot of times it's mental. Or they don't have a, a good enough second pitch, but it's just a weird thing. Pitching is such a – baseball is such a mental thing. And I've always said because the game is so slow moving, you know, like in basketball, you keep moving. You miss a shot. Well, I got to get back on defense. Football, same thing. I got to get back in the huddle. Baseball, though, such a slow moving sport. If you're in left field and you're having an 0 for 4 day, you're sitting there thinking about that. Oh, that was a terrible at bat. Why did I swing at that pitch? Next thing you know, ball's hitting the gap. You don't get a good jump on that ball. You would have caught it normally. If, you're having, if you were 4 for 4, you would have gotten there and made the play. And that drops in for a double, maybe even a triple. That's how baseball can get in your head. And I know baseball is such a simple sport. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. No, no, it's not. You know, there's too much time to think. And that's a, they're, they're, baseball players are certainly a different breed. But this division is going to be interesting. What if the Marlins come from nowhere? I doubt it, but you never know what's going to happen. I feel bad for that fan base down there. They've had so many great players over the years. They win two World Series titles, but they quickly get rid of them because that cricket owner they had back in the day. And they build that that stadium downtown. Nobody goes. Isn't that funny? You would think with a Latin population in South Florida, you know, I mean, South America, Cuba, they love baseball, but I guess just not in Miami for some reason. I mean, the Marlins, they had Giancarlo Stanton, JT Real Muto. Oh, you can go. You can I go think Ozuna was on that team. I, and those are all guys on the team at the yeah. same time. Yep. You go back uh, longer than that, a lot of great, great Miguel players. Miguel Cabrera. Yep. Maybe was, when yeah. they were the Florida Marlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's definitely uh, Mets, Phillies, and uh, Braves. So certainly the Braves aren't going to take anything for granted this year, though. They certainly know they know not to do that, considering what happened. But uh, and like I said, anything can happen in the playoffs. So looking forward to it. Looks like pitchers and catchers reporting on uh, February 13th. And uh, I wish they'd send me down there. Conti, if you're listening, send me down there. Seriously. You'd ask the hard-hitting stuff. I, I, I can get in the weeds with some baseball and, of course, oh, yeah. have some, have some uh, good times, too. I, I think I should be our spring training reporter. Hook me up in a nice Airbnb. Here, I'm lobbying for it openly on there. Okay? Better my daytime job, which is a soul-sucking venture. Well, you, you <laughs> might the way, the way inflation and everything is going, you might end up in a Sinesta Select instead of an Airbnb. Oh, oh that, that'd be my last radio <laughs> station. Oh, my God. Or my TV station. That I worked at, we had to go down and cover the Daytona 500, which was kind of cool. I'm not a big NASCAR guy, but since you know that's a that's an iconic event, that was cool. They put us in some horrible hotel. It used to be, I think it was probably owned by Ramada or somebody, some well known. But these are like individuals. I think they're they're foreigners that came in and bought the place. They did nothing for it. The sheets, like oh, it, the water smelled. Everything was just nasty. It was nasty in there. Had to wear a hazmat suit just to sleep in that place, and that's where our station put us up. But I, I'm demanding five-star accommodations and a 
trip to uh, spring training to cover the Braves. So there you go. Hey, we're going to come back and uh, do an index. This quarterback has more career rushing TDs than Earl Campbell did. What? The hell you say? Well, it happened. The index is next. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, I'm hot-blooded and an easy lover. Rob Triple in for John Chuckery. Sports Radio 929 The Game. I know it's coming. I'm always accused of <laughs> finishing too early. <laughs> not tonight. I'm going up till 11 o'clock. Not going to finish early tonight. Can we stop at like 10.52 or something? We'll go get a beer. I don't see why not. I haven't had a beer all week. I need a beer. No brown liquor, nothing. You've done a great job. I've done a great job. I'm getting cranky, though. I feel better, more clear-headed, but I'm still cranky. All right, let's do the index, shall we? A bunch of uh, weird, weird stats. How about this? The Knicks are the only team this season with a winning record, but they're below 500 at home. How's that possible? Because they're the Knicks. Because they're the Knicks. And they're trash. How about this? This is going to blow your mind. Nikola Jokic. We know we know what a great player he is. Do you know he has more triple doubles than dunks? That is crazy. Fourteen dunks, fourteen triple doubles, twelve dunks. It's wild, like. But he doesn't dunk though. He's, he's not. He doesn't. He's like he's like Dirk. Yeah. He, 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 he doesn't dunk. He, it was rare when he was so tall, but he never dunked. Yeah. Larry Bird wasn't a big dunker. He would You're certainly right. every once in a while, but he, man, he'd rather abuse you from outside. He'd rather tell you where he's going to be on the floor. All right, I'm going to catch the ball over there. I'm going to shoot it. Not a damn thing you can do about it. Yeah, a lot of uh, interesting stuff. How about this one? Ten people are killed every year on average by vending machines. You know why? Because they get pissed off and they shake them and they fall on them. That's cr- what? Yeah, ten people on average killed by vending machines every year. Can they not move out of the way in time? I guess not. I guess not. They're so enraged they don't even think to. That You know, that... That sort of death and, you know, God bless anybody that has Absolutely. happened to them. Not making light of it. It's just yeah. absurd, you know. That sounds like a death that will happen on, like, have you ever seen Final Destination? Have you seen a, any no. of those movies? No. So, basically, they're, like, on <laughs> Final Destination, these ridiculous, like, deaths happen. Oh, is that what it's known for? That's yeah. The, that's the gimmick with yeah. the whole thing? Yeah, like, just these ridiculous, like, one in a million chance ways to die thing happens, and that's one of those things that would happen. Wow. There was a story years and years ago. It was up north. It might have been in Indiana, somewhere like that. It was just brutally cold. It had been snowing, icicles everywhere. This guy walking to work, walking to catch the bus to work, kisses his wife goodbye, icicle right through his head, kills him. So you think, had he not stopped to kiss his wife, he'd be alive today. One step on either side of the icicle. No lie. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, what? Yeah, man. That is also so Final Destination. <laughs> there you go. What's the weirdest way somebody died on Final Destination? Do you remember? Uh, someone got their head cut, uh, stuck in an elevator. <laughs> God, are you serious? Yep. Wow. 
Yeah, it's pretty pretty gruesome. Like you you gotta have you gotta have a pretty tough stomach to watch Final Destination. It's gory. I don't want. So you saw his legs going up and everything, and all of a sudden, it, unfor- it well, it, it was a female, but oh, no, dear. it was her. Like so, her body was in the elevator, like the inside of the elevator. Her head was stuck outside the elevator doors like this. You can't see me, but like the the, oh, the doors you, were on oh, her, her neck. Oh, her head was facing you. Yes. Oh, that's the. Oh no. Yeah, it was oh, it was bad. Eek. You have that. You love that gory stuff. Huh? The gorier, the better. No, actually, I. So, if, okay. Funny story about this. The first time ever I saw a Final Destination movie it was Final Destination Two, and I was at my dad's house, and the movie was just randomly on TV. We weren't really watching it; it was just kind of on. And then Final Destination was on, and I was watching. Mind you, I'm I'm like a child. I I, I don't even know how old I was. I don't even know if I was in the double digit. I probably was double digit age, probably like thirteen ish or something. But still, I was not expecting this. And I was like, what in the world is on television right now? But it like it was gory but intriguing at the same time. <laughs> so even though I didn't want to watch it, I was just it I was still drawn to it. Well, sometimes gore is just so absurd it's meant to be funny. You know, yeah. it's just so over the top. Right. You know. <laughs> all right, how about this? The only coach we all know, the Kansas Jayhawks, storied basketball program, legendary basketball program. The only coach to have a career losing record at Kansas, James Naismith, who invented basketball. <laughs> What's the irony of that, oh, man? That is irony. That's crazy. Alanis Morissette. Now, that's ironic. The rest of your song, there's nothing ironic about your song. Uh, let's see. How about this one? There's a good one. Stan Musial, legendary, iconic, Hall of Fame baseball player. Get this. He is first all-time in hits by a player born on November 21st in Donora, Pennsylvania. That's a stat. Ken Griffey Jr. is second. <laughs> wow. I'll say it again. Stan Musial first all-time and hits by a player born on November 21st in Donora, Pennsylvania. Ken Griffey is second. <laughs> 53% of people say they're willing to date long distance. I tried it once. just doesn't work. Yeah. I, Did you ever have one? In my ute, in I was. Ute, yep. Yeah, in my ute, I, I never had one, like, not really, like, long distance. Like, it was never where the other person was in another state. Like, right. they, they didn't live across the street. Like, so I had to get permission to go to their house. And, like, maybe my mom had to drive me over there. Or their mom had that to come was, pick <laughs> me up. That was the extent of it. The so that wasn't really long distance. Down, a few blocks away, what, not yeah. walkable. <laughs> <laughs> not walkable. But no, nah, I never, like, stayed. I, in, in my youth, I probably would have been open to doing it, but I couldn't do it now, no. Yeah, I, I couldn't either. A lot of people do it, though. There's been some success with it, though. But if you're like my power girl, to though, you. Yeah, if you're like my girl, because I don't have to be with you, around you every day. I don't expect that, but, man, she always tells me, I want to live with you. I don't have to see you every day. <laughs> I don't want to see your face all the time. I don't see your face all the time. I don't blame her. Hey, Cam Newton has more rushing touchdowns than Earl Campbell. That's wild. 75 for Cam, 74 for Earl. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Yep. Oh, here's one that right up my alley. Chance that a college graduate with a journalism degree regrets their choice. Nine out of ten. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, don't, I technically don't have a journalism degree. Mine is in I mass do. communication. Yeah. So. I, I don't. I was masscom too. It's still kind of journal. We had to yeah, do, we same had to do type the of writing thing. stuff. Same right. thing. Nine out of ten. I agree. 
I agree. I shouldn't have. I should have done something. I, sh- I had I gone back when I was in college many moons ago. I should have been on the cusp of the computer age, man. It's a good point. Would you have done like computer engineering or computer science or something Anything like that? Like just or some IT code back to yeah, man. You, oh yeah, code man. man. You can so make so much money off of coding. Or, it's crazy. Or another thing though, even even if um, you know, when I was uh, when I I started in this business basically in '94, GPTV, my first real gig was at the local CBS affiliate starting in '96. Just think, had I had the presence of mind to do something online, some sort of sports. Look at all the sports right. sites now that. You know, Yahoo buy, buys you for a billion dollars, you know. I, mean, I, I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? Why? Why? If I, I wish I could go back and talk to the younger version of me, just talk some sense into them. If only I had a time machine. Man, if only. Dang. How about this? Of course, every year during, uh, well, when, there, when there's uh, big elections coming up, this station is bombarded with political ads. They're so annoying, you know. Um, yep. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Hates puppies, loves cancer. <laughs> just ridiculous Brian stuff. Brian Kemp once shot a man just for snoring. What percentage of Americans do you actually think are influenced by political ads? Oh, America is dumb. Probably like 50. No, eight. Oh, eight. Smarter okay. than you think. Good. Smarter than Good. you think. Yep. You have restored my faith in humanity. Yep. <laughs> um... Let's see. Percentage of Americans who vote. Ooh. I feel like it's gone up over, uh, over these past couple of yeah. years, but mm, 35. 63. Okay, good. I, I'm I, glad I'm wrong on these. I, 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 I no longer do it. I know, I know what's up. It's an illusion of choice, my friend. Once Uh-oh. you get to the upper Open echelon, that third eye. Yes. Once you get to the upper echelons of power. Whoever's in power, they also have the loyal opposition. Uh-huh. They, are, they are having drinks together, laughing at us. It's all a distraction. Remember I told you about the jar. Remember the jar with the ants yep. in it? Mm-hmm. Put the red ants and the black ants in the jar and just lay the jar down. They're just chilling. Yeah. Shake the jar up. Black ants kill the red ants. Red ants kill the black ants. Who do you think is shaking the, shaking the jar? People you vote for. They do that to distract us as they accumulate more and more power and wealth. So I don't do it. I'm, a, I'm with George Carlin on that, but that's okay. You vote if you want to. Um, let's see what else we got. Walmart generates $3 million in revenue every seven minutes. <laughs> I thought it'd be more than that. $3 actually. million every seven yep. minutes? Yep. Wow. Just think of all the uh, mom and pops they put out of business. But their grocery game is much better than I thought it would be, though. They got good groceries. Fine. Target, Target branching out into groceries, too. Man, I mean... Psh- the the us millennials, yeah, they love Target runs, Rob. Oh, I do too. Target runs. Oh, of course I do. Over there, over Best. there on Carroll Street, over there, um, mm-hmm. off of uh, Moreland. That's where I go. I I go there just to check out the the broads, because <laughs> they're there. They're because they love their Target they runs. Love their Target walk around their yoga pants. But I'm I'm very stealthy though. I don't psychotically leer. My my girlfriend literally has said to me so many times, "Hey, do you want to go to Target? I just want to get my steps in. Let's just walk around Target." Right. There's no reason go to Target. But you never leave without buying something. Or, exactly. Or if you and that's into, why I don't want to go. Or if I go into Target just buy, like, toothpaste or something, you, you end up buying something else. Yep. But they have cheap T-shirts that are good T-shirts, too. You can get a nice little $8 T-shirt to wear, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see what else we got as we do the index. Oh, by the way, Rob, triple in for John Chuckery. He's back in tomorrow night after the Hawks and Knicks. Hawks looking for uh, 
their fifth consecutive win, believe it or not. That's going to be a 7.30 tip from uh, Phillips Arena Course. Mike Conti and the great, great, great Steve Holman will have that one for you. Um, number of hours a week the average American spends with friends. What do you think that is? Hours, hours a, a week. Hours a week. Huh. I'm going to go with 45. Nope. It's now three. As of last year, the pandemic three. really – The that's why I think – the response to the pandemic really isolated people, frightened people, yeah. a bunch of nonsense. It used to be 58% higher in uh, 2013. Wow. Yeah, so now it's just three. And a lot of people now still isolating themselves. I still know That's people that are afraid to go anywhere. I don't want to be out in crowds, nothing like that. Come on. Really? Hey, man. Wow. Get busy living. Get busy dying. That's what I say. Never live in fear. Fear's a bad thing. Is that all of them I have? Let's see. Did I cover it all? I did. I did well with these, though. These are pretty good. These are you. You came with some hard hitting stuff, man. Oh, I got one. I forgot okay. this one. What woman do you think has given birth to the most childrens? How many? Twenty-one. Sixty-nine. Hey, Sixty-nine. Ironically enough, yeah, <laughs> that is funny. She died at forty of exhaustion, apparently. But she uh, had sixteen sets of twins, seven triplets, four quadruplets. 69, the most children born to one woman, died at 40 years old. Okay. The next question I have is the most important question. Was she hot? I don't know. I, don't, I, I can look her up. No, <laughs> that wasn't the question. The question is, were they all by the same man? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I doubt it. I don't know. Wait, we, we can. how much time we got? We have, we have like a minute. Oh, we have a minute? Yes. Okay, who has fathered the most children? It's got to be somebody ancient or maybe biblical time. That is crazy. Or Sean Kemp. Oh, Sean Kemp, my goodness. <laughs> that, is, that is 69 kids? Like, how? Oh, yeah, I knew this one. I knew this one. Sultan Ishmael Ibn Sharif. He lived from uh, 1645 to 1727. Uh-huh. A thousand. He fathered more a than thousand? a thousand. Yes. Who, is, who keeps track of this? I don't know. I guess his uh, publicist did. A, Sultan's a publicist. publicist did. All right. Woman who had 69 children. I want to see what she looks like, though. A thousand? Yeah. Man. Good thing child support wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> well, he's a sultan. He's got all the money in the world. That's true. Oh, her name was uh, Valentina Vasiliev. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Vivi. Oh, Vivi. Vivi was a social butterfly. Yeah, she was. No, no pictures of her. I guess this happened too long ago. Okay. Hey, man, you know what? Let's mix things up. I want to rank them at the top of the hour. Let's do Let's it. Let's rank them next. I'm dealing with frivolity. Then we'll get back into the Hawks and the NFL playoffs, and, and we'll say uh, so long. Sports Radio 929 again. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.